Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and everything in between, welcome back to the Kevin Clifton Show. Uh, we've got a very special guest on this week. Um, so, very famous girl, um, for first of all, for being uh, one of the best footballers in the country, um, but also just lately for being on Strictly Come Dancing and... Um, Kind of like for a couple of weeks was my partner as well. Oh, and <laughs> <I> certainly come <laughs> dancing. Wasn't initially supposed to be, but I ended up um, getting to dance with her. It, I've got Alex Scott, MBE. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we talked about doing this like a while back um, when we danced together about doing this interview because, like, while we were dancing together, we um, we sort of ended up chatting about loads of different things, yeah. didn't we? And it all got very interesting. And, uh, and I wish I'd written a load of it down to remember <laughs> why it was. But I remember thinking, oh, we should talk about this on the podcast. But um, yeah, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm, but, I'm excited for it because I, like you said, I think when we started the conversation, there were so many similarities that we were discussing yeah. within the dancing world mm. and in football yeah. that like cross over. So that's why we thought, okay, let's yeah, put this yeah, on the yeah. podcast. I was like, this is all really interesting. This will make <laughs> yeah. a great episode. But I didn't write any of it down. But hopefully we'll just go back into all them same areas. Um, so at the moment we're talking uh, backstage in Manchester Arena, mm -hmm. uh, where Alex is uh, currently performing on the Strictly Come Dancing tour, because that's what she does now. She's a <laughs> professional dancer now. I'm a dancer, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we're having thousands of fans going crazy every night. But you know what? Just going back to all the similarities yeah. with football, which we touch on, yeah. like that's what I feel. Do you know what, Kev? I retired from football because I've done the same thing since I signed for Arsenal when I was eight. And I was lucky enough with the hard work to go play for Arsenal, play for England and travel to World Cups, Olympics. And it is, I got to the stage where I was ready to retire because mentally there's nothing more I could achieve from my sport. And mentally it was just the same thing every single day. Mm. And I wanted a new challenge to be in a new environment because I'd been in that team dynamic all mm. my life. So I wanted to test myself. And it's actually strange because I've loved being back on Strictly. Yeah. But from the moment I walked through those doors it's back being in kind of that team dynamics yeah, and me sitting back yeah. and kind of oh do you know what? I know how this kind of all works mm. you know that obviously you get on more with certain people like in <laughs> yeah. any work environment yeah. you know there's some people that yeah you can have conversations with but it's just kind of that basic level and mm. it's all like I remember entering especially because <coughs> we have the star bar the green room thing mm. and it's interesting sometimes me just not being even talking to anyone but just sitting back and just observing because I'd been in that similar environment my whole life that's so interesting yeah. and even now on tour it's the same thing because yeah. it's that same routine you get either two shows a day you know when you've got to eat your food you've got to rest you've yeah. got to go again it's repeat repeat and I suppose for me being in that environment the sports environment I'm used to just having to go again go again your body's aching mm. go again yeah but it's been interesting I suppose like Catherine or Emma and everyone coming yeah. from a background of acting mm. that they're not used to that when their body's tired it's like oh I'm aching oh I'm aching yeah. having to push yourself and keep going yeah yeah that's really interesting I didn't think of that and I suppose you've got like the sort of locker room leaders yeah. will, will develop or yeah. who's the louder ones who's the quieter ones or little it'll 
the dynamics will shift into like who who's in their little sort of gangs yeah. or cliques or like who's mates with who. Exactly and that. Because yeah. I was a team DJ at Arsenal right. and it's been interesting. Jeanette's holding the speaker. Right. So she's like basically in charge and you've got to ask Jeanette, okay, I want to play some music. <laughs> so it's between like me and her and like it's good. She plays some good tunes and sometimes you want to switch it up. But normally the person with the speaker, you are because everyone wants to dance or yeah. bounce off that energy as well. So do you feel like there's a captain in the whole team? Do you feel like there's a captain? Oh, yeah, there's definitely Luba. Luba's the captain. Luba is, yeah. It's, I just watched a documentary on Netflix called Cheer, and it's like similar. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. Yeah, it's really good. It's interesting. Same sort of thing, like in group dynamics and in sport, but Luba is definitely that role. And I actually asked her before I knew. I said to her, I was like, Luba, like in dance in the dance world, do you have like dance captains? And she was like, Yes, that's me. Like I'm so <laughs> straight. And then we had like a couple of incidents on tour, you know, with somebody getting ill or sick or and she had to arrange things and she took on the role really well. But you can see she is that captain that this has got to be done, like really right. like the serious and taking charge of everyone. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. wasn't that kind of captain. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you about all that stuff actually. So let's, we might as well go straight there now. Okay. I had a whole plan of like, oh, we'll ask about this, this, then we'll get to that. But like, as always on this podcast, it goes out the window. Um, we'll go straight into that because I did want to ask about um, the fact that you were the captain yeah. like you were captain of England right I uh, captain England yeah. I was vice captain for I think about three years yeah um, you were certainly you were captain of Arsenal yeah captain of Arsenal yeah. went on to captain England a couple of times um, but you know I never saw myself as a leader Never ever from when I was in the youth team, okay. I was not that one. And then I remember moving over to America. Um, it's when the first time I went over there to play professional. And then people around me, senior players, is like, Alex, you're a great leader. And I was like, really? Like, you didn't like, see what? It. I didn't see it in myself. Um, and then I came back and became the captain of Arsenal. And the reasons they were explaining that, they was like, because I want everyone to be involved. My first thought was always the team and not right. myself. Yeah. And they said they see how people gravitate towards me to try mm. and get things done or speak for them because they know that I'd tell, well, go to the manager with no ulterior motives or it's always the team first. So yeah. I don't feel like I never saw myself as that person. I think you have different types of leaders as well yeah. so I always I don't know growing up kind of football's changed and evolved that used to have the leaders that they're the loudest and yeah. everyone has said what you do what they say you have to do and really that pumped up kind of yeah. leader so that's why I think I never saw myself as that because I was never the one that walked into the room and started cheer or come on everyone yeah, or yeah, I had yeah. a kind of quiet way about me but I think leaders like we see with Gareth Southgate now mm. I think he's a different kind of leader and he allows different personalities to come through and everyone feels part of the process mm. and I really think that's why we've seen a change in the England men's team as well yeah 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 just down yeah down to the, the leadership skills yeah. and like ma- they call it like man management don't they like yeah. um the, the parallel that I sort of draw with it in terms of like performers uh-huh. like for, for dancing uh, between like let's like say a captain or a manager uh, of a football team would be like the director of, mm-hmm. a, of a show um, so this one, it was what, Jason, Jason was in, yeah. yeah. So Jason Gilkerson was in control and choreographing the whole thing, and he's a manager. Or say when we're on Strictly, <clears throat> the, the pros sort of have to be in a bit of a leadership role to their celebrity, yeah. like have to be sort of like the manager, the or the or the captain. And all the pros are different on the show in terms of the way that they go about it. Mm-hmm. And I find the whole process really interesting, like you were saying, because some of the pros pride themselves on being 
strict and will shout at them. You know, imagine yeah. like not in a bad way, but like Im imagine how like Katya was with Mike. Yeah, it's like come on, <laughs> and Oti's quite similar. She's like no, do this, brother, and she's frustrated if you're doing it wrong, yeah. and it's like uh, like for me. I, I can only go by how like how I was treated or how I feel from those sort of senior figures. Yeah. So I, I'm one of those people. Like I hear when I hear people talking about football, <laughs> certain players like certain players need a, a kick An up the arm ass. around the shoulders. Like, yeah. yeah, certain players need you to be hard on them, and they need a kick up the ass, or they they need like the hair dryer treatment, yeah. or you know whatever <laughs> all these football terms. Oh no, um, Stacey's not got hair dryer in there, is she? <laughs> <laughs> and some players need an arm around them. I feel like. Like if I was a footballer, I'd be one of those players that needs an arm around them. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not. Like I, I feel like if I'm, especially if I'm within a group, if like say the director starts being really hard on me or making me look stupid or making me feel like I'm just not good enough or yeah. whatever. Like there, there would probably be an initial spike of like, like a short term spike of like, I'm going to try and prove them wrong. Mm -hmm. But if it was still there, there would be a definite downward spiral so, yeah. and long term, I, I wouldn't perform as well because I'd be performing scared. Yeah. Whereas if that person was just encouraging me going like, yeah, it's nearly right. It's not quite there. What you need to do is this, but well done on that. Well done for trying at that, but we just need to make that happen. Yeah. Then I feel like I enjoy it more. Yeah. So I feel I feel like yes I feel like my responsibility on Strictly is to try and help the person to enjoy what they're doing. I remember you saying that. To yeah. Me, that so you just you... want everyone that comes on Strictly, and you're watching others as well, mm. and saying, "Oh, I just really want them to really enjoy the experience." Because yeah. I feel like if they're enjoying it, they're going to perform better, and they're going to yeah. kind of let loose a bit more yeah. and get like lose inhibitions and all that sort of thing. So I were think... you that kind of a captain? Like, oh, so was my favourite quote is from Billie Jean King, and her saying is, "Pressure um, is a privilege." Because sometimes we go into an environment, say on Strictly or like for me in World Cups, and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm playing in front of, or I'm dancing in front of millions on a Saturday night. Yeah. I'm nervous, I don't know what to do. You're already in a negative mindset. Yeah. So how you say about enjoying it, exactly how I used to go out in a World Cup. I knew like the game meant everything, but at the same time I started playing football because I was that girl in a football cage that just yeah. loved playing. So then when I get to the arena that I want to be in, why would I then see it as a negative and put all this added pressure on me yeah. like it's a privilege that I've even got to that stage so just go out enjoy it like I'm only like I'm lucky that I played in more than World Cup but you don't never know you're going to get that chance again yeah so that's how kind of the situation where to come on to that about um when I danced with you and everyone oh, yeah. was saying Shirley mm -hmm. mentioned about my mentality yeah because I took the same thing from football that that could have been my last dance so then yeah. why would I be thinking oh Neil's injured now I have to dance with Kevin and yeah. I should just miss this week and why don't they give me it like you can get all wound up by yeah. all these things yeah. where I was just like I'm terrible oh, for it I'm on Strictly yeah. like, so if this is my last dance you know what I'm gonna have fun with it and go out on a high yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. literally how I just kind of deal with pressure situations that's amazing. And so, was that always that way for you, like playing football? Did you were you always that sort of yeah. calm? Yeah. Do you know you what, Kev? Just... Because I felt so lucky. Like I grew up in the East End of London, where there wasn't much. I'm from a council estate, and I always say I'd never use it as a sob story because it made me what it 
what it, what mm. I am today yeah. to fight for things and appreciate everything. So for me, playing in like literally, it was a football cage of just concrete. I always dreamt of playing at Wembley or just travelling and seeing the world. So every opportunity, even now with my new career, I just feel like the luckiest person because I manage like I'm managing to do things beyond my wildest dreams and everything's like I'm like oh my goodness I'm doing this. Me, I'm performing in Manchester like in an arena dancing and every like I don't take it for granted even though like. <coughs> We've just done a show and oh, we've got another one later on. Like, I'm actually like, you're never going to get this opportunity. Again. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just yeah, love yeah. like different experiences. Yeah. I feel like this is like the key. Like, because when people ask me, like, how do, you, how do you deal with nerves? Or, uh, you know, I've got a son or a daughter that's doing a dance competition or whatever, mm. but they get really nervous or they're doing an exam. They get really, ner- how do you deal with nerves? And I'm never quite sure how to answer it. Mm. You know, you say things like just, you know, don't try and fight the nerves, just acknowledge the fact that you're nervous and, you know, and all yeah. of that sort of thing. But I think, I, I feel like this is the little like unlock is uh-huh. the, if, if you can get to that point where you, you understand how lucky you are just to be doing that. Yeah. That, that it's a, that it's a good thing that mm-hmm. you're just doing it rather than like, oh my God, what's going to happen? And what if I didn't do that yeah. right? And blah, blah, blah. it's like, we tend to focus on all that stuff instead of the, yeah. well, do you know what? I've learnt the dance, I've done this, so now it's my time to perform and enjoy it. Yeah. But it is, I'd like, I get it, it's a precious situation, being on Strictly, the millions, and it's like that worry. When I look back at week one, it wasn't I was nervous or I just, I was thinking, I need to get everything right. Yeah. That was the kind of thing, not if I went wrong, because yeah. I was just like, right, I've done all this, and then so I was stiff. I wasn't in the moment of just like singing right. and being in it. Yeah. It was like, like I need to do this one, step. I, really, I, I remember really yeah. enjoying you and Neil on, on week one, watching that like all the dances, like 15 dances to go uh-huh. through. And, and uh, yeah, I think I even came over to you and said, like, you, you and Neil yeah, was my favourite of, of, <laughs> yeah. of week one, that quick step. I, th- I thought it was like really sort of charming and uh-huh. warm, like, which is what? what I like. Because I remember seeing after the one show, and Stacey was in the audience, and right. I think there's one week, a couple of weeks in, because even that quick step, I got really low marks, and next week, mm. I swear, I, every week I thought I was going home because the judges hated me. I wasn't getting above, like, 23. <laughs> and then um, Stacey was like, no, I'll just keep enjoying it. And when we talk about leaderships and stuff, like, I'm a person that when I do something, I give it my all. Like, yeah. I don't want to let anyone down. Yeah, so yeah. me being on Strictly, I'm like, oh, I've got this opportunity. I don't want to let anyone down. I'm yeah. going to go out there, like, give it my best shot. And then that's the thing as, I don't know, when I feel people don't see the hard work, it's kind of I get sad in myself. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, they're not saying, I'm trying, I'm really trying, and just not even saying one thing to appreciate it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Alex, we can see you need work on this technique, but we can see you're trying. Like, those first couple of weeks, I never got one of those mentions. Yeah. And that's why I was so kind of down the first couple of weeks. Every week, I was like, Neil, they just don't like me. I was like, I'm trying, I'm giving everything <laughs> every week. You just want the hard work to be yeah. acknowledged. You yeah. just want a little bit of acknowledgement. Yeah. Oh man, I've, I've talked about this before. Like, it's one of the things that gets to me more than more than anything else. Mm-hmm. I, I think I, um, I can take someone liking or not liking like my style of performing, mm-hmm. or whatever. But when if people think that for some for some reason, like I'm just, you know, when people go, oh, he just gets the best partners, or he's favoured yeah. in some way, or, and they don't acknowledge the amount of like. The what? Yeah. The hard work, or, or like, say, if I get a comment, say, because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, over the last how many years, it sort of made the final a few times, yeah. and if I get that comment that goes, 
oh god they need to they need to stop pushing him and 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 make sure he goes out early this yeah. week and it's like that really frustrates me because it's like you have no idea how much work I put in yeah. over those years to make those finals yeah. like it's not like just a case of like I don't care if someone says I don't, I don't really like his dancing mm -hmm. that's just preference yeah but when it's when they just seem to brush over it with yeah. like you know oh give it a rest with the Kevin thing it's <laughs> yeah. like well, well it's sort of, I've been sort of working my ass off it you know yeah. oh man it gets to me I know people just sometimes see the end result but not the process that happens yeah. or what you put into it it's the same I've yeah. had the same in my football career mm. oh I only played I got 100 caps under the same manager Hope Powell yeah. but I only did that because I was her favourite not sure. that the, yeah, 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 not the fact that, oh my gosh, every time I put on an England shirt, I was scared that I'd never play for England again. Mm. So that was my mentality that I never got complacent because I was like, this could be my last time. I yeah. need to go out there, give it my all, enjoy yeah. it like we were saying. And that's what kept me being picked every time. I was named the best right back in the world. My first yeah. thought was, well, they're going to think that I'm not the best right I need to prove to them next year I'm yeah, the best yeah, right back. Yeah, I just, yeah, it's yeah. always like I need to keep going. Yeah. And then same, I transitioned. I remember being in the 2015 World Cup what no one knew is I was doing a media degree as well as uh, playing professional Arsenal because I was already thinking about life after right. football um, we were just about to go out and play our first game in the World Cup against France the night before I was sending in my dissertation to uni <laughs> right? but then so then I retire from football and then I'm ending up talking about football punditry yeah. on TV everyone I'm only there because I'm ticking a box because I'm female oh, or like I'm ticking a box oh. But no one knew, actually, so but that's why I did my degree. So no yeah. one can ever say that I've just been um, ticking a box or I've just been put there because I know yeah. someone in the industry. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. I actually worked for it. I did so much work experience and placements. What no one knew about. I'd be leaving the training pitch, quickly having lunch and then going to Sky Sports and yeah. sitting and working, uh -huh. knowing everything, what was going on. Yeah. And then so I've earned my place to work on TV. Yeah. But even to this day, I'm just there because, oh, BBC have an agenda. They're pushing me. Yeah. So it's just yeah. like, really? But you know what? Those people, though, Kev, they do. They do make me laugh because they're the people that maybe they, they want to get there. But it's yeah. easy. They make excuses yeah. instead of actually going out there and exactly. making it happen. Exactly. It's accountability. Like, it's, it's when you take sort of accountability for your own life yeah. or, or you can put the power in everyone else's hands all the mm -hmm. time. Everything is someone else's fault. Or yeah. I didn't get that job because... Yeah that person, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like... like yeah. Where's that what the other saying that I love as well? Because for me, football-wise, it's mad. I've got named the best right back. I like won all of these things and I feel like, wow, because I wasn't the best player. I actually wasn't the best player that was supposed to make it. There were so many other talented like players that were ahead of me. Or I was maybe that in one. Your head. No, seriously, I had the one. I was rejected from England. Everyone was being called into seniors. I was the one that got called in later than all of the ones that I grew up playing with. Right. That's but it was really my hard work because I looked around and I was like, okay, what do I need to do to get into this? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to be fitter than everyone else. Yeah. And so as a right back in the England women's team, I was the first right back that would just run up and down. Yeah. Yeah, Attack, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got a knock on the door. Come in. Who is, Who is it? Someone's at the door. <laughs> it's Claire. Hiya. Hiya. <laughs> Again, podcast. Uh, yeah, we're doing recording a podcast. Um, Gina. I'm going to leave you some Okay. All the, getting all the backstage uh, goings <laughs> yeah. on. Uh, we are. Quickly. 
This right. second show, second show. <laughs> Are we st- we're still going, aren't we? Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. We'll, we'll leave all that in. Um, yeah, there's the famous uh, saying about how hard work beats talent when talent doesn't want to work hard. Yeah. So you can have the talent, but yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean that you're ever going to make it or be the best. It's the hard work that gets you there. Yeah. Talent will give you like a short term leg up. Yeah. But it's but hard work is the long term like staying power. Yeah. I feel yeah, we're so similar. Like I, I feel so the same. Like I got rejected for Strictly twice. Mm-hmm. I like trying to audition for it, and on the same, um, you know, on one of the years that I got rejected, Karen got the job. Yeah, uh, we auditioned together. Um, the next year, it was like we, we'd all a few of us auditioned together. You know, on the, on, on the same day and. Uh, Ali Ash got the job, Jeanette got the job, I still didn't get the job. Mm-hmm. Like I got rejected twice and it was only sort of like, like a last minute thing in 2013 that I finally got accepted okay. like, and, and got on there. And I always felt I was a bit of an underdog, you know, like, you know, just not the obvious, like, I sort of don't obviously look the part, like uh-huh. the, 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 the tall, dark, handsome, hot guy of Strictly. <laughs> like, that was never yeah. me. Um, <laughs> and there was a lot of comments at the time, like um, even one paper in particular did an article that, w- that was like, we've been crying out for more British dancers. You can imagine which paper. Yeah. We've been crying out for more British dancers on Strictly. Is this the best that we can do, this pasty kid from Grimsby? Kevin from Grimsby. And, wow. and it was like, right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, and so, so I just... Yeah, the same. I just had to. I felt like I had to work my ass off just to just stay to, there, yeah. just to prove that I was worthy of being there. Um, and with the, you know, um, oh, they're, they're pushing this or ticking a box kind of thing. Like, like at the moment, I'm doing a musical. Yeah. I'm doing, doing the wedding singer, and um, there's part of me that that worries that people think, oh, he's got a job because you know he's on Strictly. Yeah, yeah. He's not really going to be any good. So, so I'm constantly working my ass off because I want to change that. I want people to know that like, no, I actually, I've, I've been doing singing lessons for 10 years. Yeah. You know, I've been doing acting lessons for a while. Like, this is not just like, oh, I've never thought about doing singing or acting before. I'll just be the lead in a musical because I'm on Strictly. <laughs> like, it doesn't work like that. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. Do you know what? The interesting uh, book that I read, which is so interesting, this is where like all the oh, similarities like come in. It's called The Goldmine Effect. And exactly, it's the top coaches that say, like, work with um, Usain Bolt and everything. So exactly how we're saying, he's like, he actually finds the diamonds in the rough. Right. So how we were saying, the people that were meant to make it, he works with the kids that he know, like, they had good scores, but they something more like they have something to prove and right. he knows he can make them into like world yeah, champions yeah, and just yeah. all about mindsets and everything it's yeah. so like that Stacey's just oh, walked yeah. in <laughs> 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 quiet like no one noticed that you just walked in I don't know where he was trying to walk to <laughs> <laughs> I'm just next door with our angel Gina and she's just cracked my back oh Kev do you know what this is a good topic actually to speak on. on the podcast mm-hmm. because like in football, in terms of how things have evolved and sports science and everything, I am so shocked that you guys at the top of your game, yeah. like whether it's in dancing competitions or say even on the show, yeah. like how much you are using your bodies and in terms of, I don't know, say like on a Saturday, right? Yeah. In terms of nutrition, what would we be eating? 
like after a show, oh, like yeah. it's just we get pizza delivery. Oh, pizza, crisps, Haribo. But it's <laughs> like you're going. Like the hours you are putting in on Strictly. Yeah. So how like Stacey's just come in about like she's just had a lovely well, massage I, I because her body needs it. Her face, <laughs> 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 but that's the thing. In yeah, top no. sports, every element matters. Nutrition, massage, yeah. recovery, sleep. Yeah. Go again if yeah. you want to be like the best. Yeah. Even down to stretching and everything. I know. We don't, we probably don't take care of ourselves as much as we should. But is that because as dancers, like in terms of money wise and when you're in competitions, it's like so different and you kind of have to look after yourself. So it's your own education and everything? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Sometimes in, especially like outside of England, like like my sister was part of a club in Italy, like Mm -hmm. a dance club. They have a different system in all the other um, countries where it's like a club system. So you're a dancer, but you belong to this club, a bit like, say, a football club. And there's like the sort of head of of that club and they have teachers that work for them. And and the one that my sister was part of. I'm so sorry to interrupt. I'm going to do a tea run. What do you want? Oh, I'd love a cup of tea, please, Dave. I love a cup of tea. And talking about nutrition because I'm now just retired. Can I have a biscuit, please? Oh, yeah, bring some biscuits. Healthy sports, nutritious biscuits. You have a conversation about nutrition. Yeah, so she's part of a, a club called Team Diablo that took... There was good and bad about Team Diablo. They, what they did well was that they took a very sort of sporty approach to it, mm-hmm. to, to ball and dancing and competitions, and they did have people come in and talk about nutrition and and their, you know their health or sleep patterns and, yeah. and all of that and all that sort of was a thing. In England, we don't have that club system. You're just doing your own thing, um, and you basically, I mean, throughout most of my competition career, I was scraping together whatever money I could find to have private lessons down in London and that was it and then some practice sessions and then you'd look in your wallet and you're like can I afford to go to the practice session yeah. again tomorrow wow. like uh-huh. <laughs> I might have to sleep in the car again <laughs> like you know it's it's a bit like that but yeah like but even so like I was laughing I was talking to Karen the other day actually because the amount of rehearsals that we've done for this tour and it's like needed we all understand that but then in football now we've gone from the change has been where you train for hours and hours and Mm. you just but you get to a point where there's no quality in the training so it's not about how long you train for but it's the quality now so we can do a shorter session yeah where with dancing, especially the tour, the rehearsals for this tour, it's like we have been in like all day. But then that end performance, what you're getting at the end of the night, is a tired performance. Mm. So you're still going through it, but the quality is not there. What you're yeah. wanting and what, say, Jason's demanding of you, yeah. because you've just been going too long. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. for me, like it's about the quality within our training system now within football, not the quantity of it. That's interesting. Even though you yeah. know you have you need the repetition to learn it. Yeah. But it's making sure that when you do do it, it's spot on. You're giving everything instead of getting to a stage where you're tired and that's where you make mistakes. Because yeah. mentally, mentally you're tired. Yeah, I wonder if that could be looked at as well, like just in, in terms of the training sessions on on Strictly. Because like I always find like training with it with a Sunab on Strictly, it's like you there's sort of a morning, everyone's alert in the morning. Yeah. You have a good morning session and then um, you know, you sort of get to lunch, feel good about it, have lunch, come back, and then you get sluggish. Yeah. 
like after <laughs> after lunch and you might pick up again a bit later mm-hmm. but then you'll get tired again like yeah. towards the end I'm wondering if there's a, a, a better and way of I working out the system and then I as well if they don't know they're getting frustrated with themselves because they're like why am I making mistakes now I wasn't making those mistakes before but it's just because mentally yeah. you're just not maybe not as switched on and it is yeah it's such a mental game yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that is interesting as well what was brilliant about you on Strictly like when I had my experience of dancing yeah. w- with you um, was just I know, I know we've kind of touched on it already but like when when I came in like the, obviously because they want they want to tell the narrative of what's happening all the time yeah. that the focus of what was happening was God, her partner Neil is injured yeah and she's been dancing with him for you know five it was the sixth week wasn't yeah. it when he when, okay. he when he went down and I sort of stepped in <laughs> last minute and made an absolute hash of it <laughs> but that was the first, that was the first impressive thing that um that, that that situation happened and it was like right Kev you're you're on mm-hmm. like you, you you're going to be dancing with Alex in this tonight and we had we went into that room at the yeah. end of the tent <laughs> and we're like right producers were there looking at their watches like you got 45 minutes and we need you in costume yeah. they're changing the Neil badge to a Kev badge like <laughs> yeah. in stones as as we speak um Neil sort of sat down with his leg up um I'm looking at the phone, looking at the video, going, how do we do this? And you're sort of talking me through it. And I, like, I was a bit panicked. I was Uh like, oh, my God, I've got to do this. Then I've got to learn this. This has got to go in. And it was a difficult routine as well. It wasn't like a a Viennese waltz where there's, like, three steps (laughs) in it. Um, You were cool as a cucumber. You were just completely, like, uh, I was going, oh, my God, so... Wait, so I'm supposed to go like this? Is it? Do, do I, when do I grab the gun thing? And, when, and I go on the floor, and 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 you're just like, yeah, yeah, that's right. So so you go like that, and and so instead of doing that, you just do that, just like as if it was like, oh, oh yeah, just um, you know, <laughs> just download that app, and then you, you'll be fine. It, it was like just talking to me completely normal. I was like, well, wow, like she is either ridiculously calm, like under pressure, or she's doing a great job of hiding it. Like she's just got into a bit of a panic mode and just, just, just shock <laughs> and is hiding it. And um, so that was the first impressive thing. Like then, then came the performance itself and started off well. And then there <laughs> was a moment him? We in were the upstairs as well. Because yeah. we were last on yeah. and then constantly we were just upstairs and you kept trying to go through it and I've decided, like, yeah, it's I've this girl. Like, we were still going that, through like, it. That the, the, Jess was filming of us <laughs> up in Claudia's area going through it and you going, no, left, left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. I should post that video. Um, but then, you know, we sort of started off well. I thought, okay, we're in, we're doing it. Uh-huh. Um, and then there was a moment in the middle where I just blanked. Like I'd, I, I turned around or something. I looked at you. You were dancing great, and I just thought, you know, when you have a bit of an out of body experience. And I was like, I don't know what day it is. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's coming next. Everything's sort of gone a bit dark around me, and um, I'm just gonna make it up for a few bars. And and, the, and then I could hear your voice just sort of piercing through this like fog, going. To the left, Kev. Kev, yeah. stop. <laughs> and, and then I was back in. Uh, but I was mortified afterwards. I was like, I've completely let her down. And da, 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 da. I, was, I was so upset. And then you were still so cool and uh, like, uh, calm under pressure. And then it went into the next week. And obviously, the VT team want to 
talk about the facts because yeah. that's you know they follow the narrative of the show and it was big news and they're like right she's got a she's dancing with a new partner this yeah. this week and that's not going to be easy because by weeks this was week seven now yeah. by week seven you've got used to your partner and their way of going about mm -hmm. it their way of dancing their lead the follow the you have a a way of rehearsing together, yeah. like the way that you speak to each other, like you'll know how to get the best out of each yeah. other. Like It's like uh, you kind of become comfortable, you know, yeah. you kind of, your routine. Yeah. yeah. And, and I was thinking, you know, I've got to be super alert this week to making sure that Alex is all right and, yeah. you know, like whatever their system is of going about stuff, I've, I've got to try and quickly adapt to that because I thought you'd be just... A bit of a wreck like what like this isn't this is difficult and this is you know whatever and I remember the cameras going you know and the, when they're interviewing you for you know your bits to camera and it takes <laughs> two and all that and saying this must be really difficult for you having to dance with someone else and um, and I was just sort of like in, in in the corner while I was listening to you being interviewed yeah this must be really difficult here comes Stacey with the teas <laughs> And she was um, cake. <laughs> <laughs> some excellent nutrition. Cake. Um, <clears throat> and they went, this must be like really difficult for you. Because, you know, they, and they want the drama yeah. and the jeopardy and, you know, and all of that. And you went, well, it's great. Like, you, you went, oh, I'm not going to complain about any of this. Like, um, you know, poor Will had to withdraw yeah. from the competition the week before. And... Um, and, and you're like, you know, Will's, Will doesn't get to do this anymore. I still get to be part of Strictly, which how many people can say that? Yeah. And I get to learn off two of the professionals. And I thought, bloody hell, that is the attitude. Like, that is, that is the way of going about it. Because uh -huh. I'd have been dramatic if it was me. <laughs> I'd, 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 have, I'd have been like, I'd, there'd have been tears. This is a really difficult week. And you know, all, all of that. And like... Is that just naturally you or...? Yeah, because I think, like how I just told you before, like I just feel so yeah. lucky to even be a part of Strictly or have the experience. So when I was thinking, I was like, yeah, like it could be like I'm not used to dancing with you and I've got a different partner. Mm. And that whole week was kind of strange because not only, well, we didn't even know if Neil would be back, they were still waiting. Yeah, yeah. And then I was dancing with Josh yeah. First of all, because I, I was didn't doing even get to, yeah, yeah, I didn't even get to dance with you, and I was dancing really with you to yeah. what midweek. Yeah. So not only I was still changing partners and learning how to dance with different people, but that is literally what I thought. I was like, but you know what? Will doesn't get to dance. He's yeah. not even on the show anymore. Yeah, so yeah. who am I to even stand here and complain about what learning a new dance? Like I'm still learning it by a professional. So yeah, yeah. My only worry that week was not that I'm switching partners. Is that oh no? Is that I've got ballroom? And you know because that same thing <laughs> oh, that yeah. everyone thought. I kept saying to you, yeah. I was like, Kev, everyone Ballroom's thinks I'm thing. shocking at ballroom. I'm yeah. not going to be good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah, was my yeah. only thing. Not about changing partners or anything. But it, yeah, but it was so impressive. Like, and I and I just thought it's like what, the thing that you said. Pressure is privilege. Like yeah. you just sort of took it on board like no I'm lucky to be here um you know I'm happy about the whole thing yeah. I'm not gonna see it as like anxiety yeah yeah and I think I don't know going back to the day when it did happen when Neil got injured 
you know, I don't know how I am so calm because I suppose going back to being that captain, you mm. know, when you just got too many loud voices and everyone's panicking and yeah. like no one's getting it done. Yeah. So then it's for me, it's just I'm always that calm person of like, okay, like this yeah. is the situation. Now we've just got to deal with it. We've just got to make it happen. Yeah. So how do we do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, oh, it's, such a, it's such a brilliant and grown up way of going about it all. Um, <laughs> Did it ever change like when you're playing footy? Yeah. Because um, you'll have seen a big change through your career mm-hmm. in terms of the amount of fans coming to the games. Yeah. From being, you know, a certain amount to packing out Wembley Stadium. Yeah. Like, I mean, that, first of all, like, that must have been awesome. I just got goosebumps again, thinking yeah, I mean, about like, the I first time I played at Wembley. I cannot even imagine what it's like to play go out in Wembley Stadium and play in front football in front of like that many people. I try to compare it to, I don't know, for you, for like dancing, like you're doing it and you love it. So it, I don't know, I was going to say, it doesn't matter if you've got a full stadium or not, but it does because you really, you buzz off that adrenaline. This is what I was going to ask like, you, yeah. Like you do, like I'm so excited that I get out there. People have come to watch you. Like for me, people come, they pay to come to Wembley and watch me play football, mm. which goes back to why would I be nervous? Like it's about giving them, yeah. like they're coming to watch me. Yeah. It's like I've got to perform and I get to, I don't know, say like football, we take you back. Something that started as uh, a passion became my profession. Then I actually feel it became my purpose because like people were looking up to me as this role model, I mm. inspire them. Yeah. So for me, it was about giving back. So even when we go out and dance now, like they're coming to see us. I need to give them like yeah. what they they totally. love strictly. Yeah. Like yeah. I saw a young girl yesterday. Oh, the curtain comes down at the end of the show, and then we we go off backstage. And just at the side, I saw her crying her eyes out. So I said, I run over to her, and straight away she was just hugging me, Kev. And then she wouldn't let go of me. And I was like to him, I was like, what's wrong with her? She was like, she just can't believe you're all real. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> like it means everything for them yeah. to come out and see us. And her mum was like, she's never going to forget this moment in her life, Alex. Yeah. And so for us to be able to entertain people, it goes back, it's a privilege, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. just, I absolutely buzz off it. That's amazing. It's really interesting that, that you... There's a slight blurred line there between it, like obviously football's a sport, but mm-hmm. but you still see it as as performing as well, like to the the, the crowd that's there, like yeah. the, there's an art yeah. to it as well, because there's that discussion with with like ballroom dancing, is it a sport or an art? And I'm very, I've always been very much, it's an art, it's not it's not a sport, but there's there's a slight blurred line, mm-hmm. and like it's interesting that you you see it that way, like that there's a crowd there that you have to perform to. Yeah, like they're following you and. Yeah, I just always seen it like I love it. I love trying to give my all in everything and yeah. So it's not it's not more pressure when there's loads more there. It just makes you love it even more. Like yeah, you, like well, it's just I more have enjoyable. So much when... fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah like when you get that reaction, be. I don't know whether it be like when I made a slight tackle, you're like ooh, you hear the crowd. <laughs> yeah, and that yeah. Like, yeah. You're aware of it. Like you're aware <laughs> yeah. of the, the crowd everything. noises and things they're singing and yeah, all of that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like if they're if they're singing like she's one of our own, oh, she's yeah. one of our own. <laughs> that actually made me cry when I retired and at Arsenal. They uh, the chairman came on. We were, I don't I can't remember who we were playing, but I came on at half time and then sixty thousand people at the Emirates singing she's one of our own. Amazing. It really got me emotional. I did. So I was just like I've grown up at this club. This club has been my family. Yeah. So to have that appreciation. Yeah. Um, 
It's like when we're performing on stage, there's, there's an argument that says that you have to be so sort of in the moment of what you're doing that you're not even aware of the audience. But I've never seen it that way because like, I'm just, we're performing for the audience. Yeah, of course mm -hmm. you're involved in, and of course you're in the moment of, of what that's happening, but you're in the moment in the context of you're on stage as yeah. well, like in front of this audience doing it. Mm -hmm. like. Otherwise, you just play act in, in your front room. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what, though? Because as well, like my mum, what she loves about you is you are such a performer. Big hit with the mums. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you are. But me being with you that week, like I totally got it. Like I was dancing, but we were so like in it. Like I can remember all our little bits. Like as soon as we jumped out and we're like, yeah, yeah. And like it's not even that we had to put on those facials or anything. It's because I. I was pure just enjoying and just like telling that story like we had a whole story of yeah, like yeah, you yeah, being yeah, yeah. there and oh now I'm taking your hand and mm. and I think that's what people like they buy into that they can yeah. see it yeah 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 what if yeah the match that you're playing and you're going out in front of like you're happy about it you're going out in front of thousands and thousands say at Wembley yeah. but what if it's like a cup final you know when they say like that thing of play the game not the occasion yeah like what's your thoughts around all that does it add pressure or is that again for you i just enjoy it more because this this pressure is privilege and i'm yeah. in a cup final so yeah brilliant like a cup final i'm playing in a cup final at wembley with a team that i've grown up playing for since i was eight and it goes back to you going out there remembering that or you going out there thinking what if we lose at Wembley? Yeah. Like, do you know, you're already defeated before yeah. you've even gone out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, how are ya? This yeah. is Liv who's now coming to do my makeup. <laughs> Everyone's coming in and out. Have you still got time or do you need to rush off? Yeah, to... if Liv don't mind. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to go right back. Yeah. I like, what age did you get into footy and, and what was your reason for getting into it? Did you see it and love it or did you just... I started playing with my brother. Like okay. literally, Kev, all we had was this football cage at the end of the estate. Yeah. And my brother used to go out and play with his mates and I just wanted to hang with my big bro. And oh. the only way to do that was to go and play football with the boys. Yeah. But then I picked it up and yeah, every day I'd just be playing in there. And it was one time in Tower Hamlets, there was like a local football competition and one of the boys dropped out and my brother was like, we'll see if you can play, like come and play. And I did. And the referee knew someone down at Arsenal and yeah. he was like to me afterwards, he was like, you know, there's like women's team. And I was like, no, I'm not interested. Just want to play in the football cage <laughs> with my brother. And then so he set up a trial and then took me down to Arsenal when I was eight and they signed me but like Amazing. I do I speak about Arsenal like it's my family because yeah. it is like that they gave me my opportunity and I never wanted to let that go and through football what I've got to travel the world I've got to I've been so rewarded to play in World Cups Olympics and I'm just so thankful that yeah. it started at Arsenal they've seen me from that eight-year-old to even yeah. now like I'm an ambassador for the club and that's why I do you know what I think being on Strictly it was more than just me I'm very much a team player, but I knew how important it was for people to see a female footballer finally be on Strictly. Yeah. So I wasn't just out there dancing for me. I knew the messages that I was getting. Even when I do Mark Paso, the messages after that, because a lot of people found it so empowering and what they saw in that dance and it helped them. Mm, mm. Like. I don't know, that's kind of now even breaking through and being the first female pundit. I don't like saying that because to me, football's football. I don't want to be seen as a female pundit. Yeah, I'm just yeah. a pundit like everyone else yeah. or a presenter, not a female presenter. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but I just knew I knew my role was bigger than just me being on Strictly yeah yeah that's that's interesting because yeah it sounds like so you getting into footy it was just born out of like enjoyment of it and, and passion for it and you just worked hard at it and went because you loved it yeah and then the more it's gone on the more sort of gratitude you've got for the whole experience and now it's about giving back it's like this yeah. perfect journey you know like uh, some people can end up doing something that oh god I didn't I never wanted to do this job like yeah. or they're doing it because of the it's what they're for their parents or they're uh-huh. doing it to impress somebody else or they're or they've just fallen into like a line of work that yeah. actually isn't their passion at all and like they're yeah. unhappy about it you've gone on this I like do. perfect I journey I just feel it. so lucky like I say I go back to seeing that girl the other day just what it meant from her for me to go over to her and hug her like I know those moments mean so much to someone and I'm not doing it because oh look I can go and hug this girl she thinks I'm amazing because I know those moments can really put someone on their path to inspire them to do something in their life like I don't know it warms my heart so much it really does yeah that's so cool what if uh, I'm just looking, going back to my questions because we we veered left we've and right all over the place from the question. What if like um, something goes wrong, like yeah. say just like you have a bad game yeah. or whatever? Because um, you're you're very good at like when it's coming up, not having any nerves and you know staying calm under pressure. Mm-hmm. But what if it does go wrong, like you have a bad game or uh, I don't know, you get sent off or whatever, or the crowd are on, yeah. are on your back, whatever. You know, I've only ever been sent off once in my whole career. You've never been sent off? Once. Oh, what once. are you? Yeah. Once. And it was literally, I was so annoyed because it was the girl rolling around. Right. That's the only thing I was annoyed at. I was like, you're lying. You just lied. Yeah. And it hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, how, how do you, like, move forward from that? Like, how do you pick yourself up after that? Do you have a similar process of... of is it just gone for you and you're just like, no, but I'm still lucky to be da 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 and, no. and, and it's gone or, or does it affect you? Like, Yeah, it affects me. Like, even if, like, my first thing is, can I always do better? Mm. So if I was to have a bad game, my first thing is, well, why? I, like, my first thing is, what did I do? I wouldn't be thinking, oh, she didn't do that. She didn't pass uh, me the ball yeah, enough yeah. or, no, what did I do? So I'd either watch it back or analyse. Yeah, yeah, and be like, well, I need to work on this. I need to be better at this. Yeah. Same with it as like, in the dancing. Yeah. There were certain things I was like, no, I need to do this. That's a massive friend, reason why you've succeeded. This. Yeah, that's a massive reason why you've succeeded, I reckon, because uh-huh. you, you take it onto yourself all the time. Yeah. Like, you take accountability. Don't just, like, because a lot of people just blame other people or other mm-hmm. things all the time. But yeah, but you take accountability. And then next game, you're fired up, or is it, like, yeah, reset? Yeah, because I always think about the... Say, because it does, it plays on me because I'm just like, it's my fault that I did that. So like even on tour, there's one thing I did in the Paso yesterday. I went ahead of the timing, like, but I can pull it back. But that one thing plays on my mind. Right. So the rest could have been amazing. But straight away backstage, I'm like, why did I do that? Like, and then yeah. practicing for next time to make sure it don't happen. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I get like... I'm in that moment. Sometimes maybe that's my downfall that I need to let it go sooner. But I'm just annoyed at myself because okay. I'm like, I know, I know it. Why did I do that? Like, <laughs> and then it takes me a moment because I've got to go out there and do another dance to forget that and move on from it. <laughs> um, and now, obviously, into your presenting and yeah. um, you're a pundit a lot of the time on, on footy and on mm-hmm. Match of the Day and all, and all that kind of stuff. Um, bloody good one as well. <laughs> Yeah, do you know, I think I've said this to you before, but like, 
What's good about you is you go on there and uh, maybe I'm a bit old school with this. I don't uh-huh. know. Maybe I'm, di- maybe I'm the minority. <laughs> but because I'm a big footy fan. Mm-hmm. And when I'm watching football and I'm listening to the, the pundits, I just want to hear about the football. <laughs> Like, I just, I want them to talk about the game, uh-huh. talk about the players, think this one could have done that better. This is where they're struggling. This is where that team's doing well. This is where they're finding the gaps, whatever. You know, I, like, I'll learn something that I didn't know before. Yeah. Um, whereas I feel like increasingly, I don't know whether it's because of like, oh, it gets attention on social media or headlines or, or what. It's probably not even the case, but it feels like pundits are increasingly trying to be sort of a bit quirky and funny and or trying to disagree with each other and have lots of banter. Yeah. Like um, when you listen to some of the radio shows as well, like the football phone-in type stuff, it's like they've got to immediately set up for like, oh, you're talking nonsense. No, oh, you're talking... And then they start bantering with it and arguing and throwing this way, that. And by the end of it, like they haven't talked about football for about <laughs> 20 minutes. And it, and it does my head in. Whereas, like, I, I like the analysis, yeah. like, like, because it's stuff that I don't know. Or you like, don't see, yeah. Yeah, like, like, I'm, I'm just one of them fans that will, will, will sit there and shout random things like <laughs> skin him. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, and I'm sitting in front of like, you and be like, like, um. I know what I'm talking about. And uh, <laughs> you know, we're all like, you know, managers on our sofa, yeah. aren't we? And, and we're like, oh, you should have played him, and then yeah. you should, you know, like they haven't thought of that. Uh-huh. Um, but I like it when, you know, they'll, they'll go, you know, all, all he had to, he just needs to make those runs and give a, a few examples of that. You know, um, you know, if she would have got into the box more, blah, 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 that yeah. kind of stuff. I like I that. Think, and that's, that's what I feel you do. Yeah, I, I, I suppose it's still us because I've just come out of the game. So, like, that's where we say when things constantly evolve, you can either stay educated or mm. stay, oh, in my day we did this. Well, yeah. yeah, you did that, but do you know what goes on in a training environment yeah, now? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. so I understand that's <coughs> what you did, but are you staying with it? And do you know actually what's going on now in terms mm. of, like I said, all the sports science, it's evolved. Mm. So for me as a pundit sitting there, I just want to tell you, like I get it why they have, because some people say, well, why does it have to be ex-professionals all these days that are pundits? Like the reason they are, because they want you to take you into the training environment. They want to yeah. educate you in terms of, well, yeah. in training they worked on this and that's why they're doing this on the training for, oh, Stacey's had her makeup so she's, she's makeup ready done. to go. Stacey, go on. Go on. About football. <laughs> 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 but, um, Wait, is this picking up on the podcast? Probably, Will yeah. Will you pick it up? Yeah. Um, a football question from Stacey Dilley. Yeah, because Alex I'm the only one in the room without an MBA. Yeah? <laughs> 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 Alex is like the star when it comes to female football. I know hmm. we didn't want to like differentiate. But <coughs> do you know what I, when Kev has the football on in the background, yeah. um, I don't know anything about football, obviously, but I don't, I don't like VAR. Oh, oh well, let's get yeah. into VAR. Sorry. I right. don't like VAR because I think it's ruining the game because I feel like the fans can't really go for it. <laughs> Love Do you it. Know what I mean? But when they go to celebrate, yeah. it's sort of half hearted because they can't really go to town because then they've got to check if it's the goal or not. Yeah. Alex Scott, MBA. MBA. Thoughts? I do. I agree with Stace, and I feel that's a lot of fans what they think now because. I think we were all open to the idea. We yeah, saw it happen in the World Cup. Yeah. And you know that the Premier League didn't initially start with VAR like other countries mm. because they said they wanted
wanted to wait to make sure when it was ready, when was they felt ready, technology. bang, yeah. we're ready to go. Yeah. And so we get it this season, and oh my goodness, that's my frustration here. Because yeah. every weekend, that's all we're discussing now. Yeah. We could have just had a great game, but even as pundits and presenters always sit there and we're talking about is VAR, yeah. a VAR moment. And like you said, it's taken away from the fans' experience because you can't celebrate in that moment because yeah. you're just waiting. You're yeah. waiting to look at a screen. Not even really a replay, just coming up saying, oh, it's gone to VAR. And you're just waiting. But yeah. it has taken that excitement and that element out of the game. So I think VAR will always be in the game now, moving forward. But it's just making sure you iron it out and we can't have another season of how it is. Yeah. There's no way. I know. Was it on when you were um, playing out? No, it's only recently coming in the men's game, the Women's World Cup, and it was a nightmare at the Women's World Cup. Oh, no, I need to go as well. I've got five minutes yeah. that I need to be. Well, we, um, we'll, um, we, we can wrap yeah. this up. We, we've talked about something. She's one of our own. She's one of our own. Alex Scott, she's one of our own. I've always been a fan of Alex. Yes. Oh. When you were announced, I was so made up, and I wanted Kev to get you, actually. Oh. Um... I just think you were so great on the show. And I think when Kev rang me and said, I'm dancing tonight. I remember that moment. You weren't even in the country. I, I remember we were FaceTiming. Yeah, yeah, we FaceTimed, yeah. I was in Spain or Korea or whatever. And you said, I'm dancing tonight with Alex. And you were so chill and such a dream and so mm. like principled and so lovely with you actually. Yeah. She was talking you through the dance. <laughs> I just think you're so commendable, yeah. Alex. I think you really, I just... Mm. I've always been a fan. I'm so delighted for you. Go smash the paso. Yeah. Go smash the um, paso. I love the paso. I really do. Yeah. Well, thank you for doing the interview. And uh, yeah, there's been oh, lo- there's loads run of goals. Out of time. I, I feel like we can I just know. carry we could, on chatting We should do another one at some point. Yeah, We've got loads two. of, loads of good advice and good, uh, good stuff in there. Get them to send in questions about yeah. this and we'll do a part two. When are you yeah. coming back? I don't know. We'll see you next on tour. There'll be another one. Like on a day off, is it? Yeah, we could just come on to a flat. Yeah. Yeah, um, but before before we finish, is there anything else that you would have like wanted to say or any advice to? Either, you don't have to, but any any other uh, advice to sort of younger performers or, or footballers or um, yeah. you know or I think anything? Any, because like say me, I am that council estate kid, but Kev, if I can do it, you really can. Yeah. Like, don't try and let because sometimes those people holding you back are the ones that were scared to go after it themselves. Yeah. So really, just go and get it and believe. No matter your background, your troubles, you can. You can really go out there and do it. Like I'm on Strictly. Yeah. Like I started off playing in a football cage. And like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't like. So sometimes I'm still pinching myself. Yeah. But if I can manage to go on that journey and be where I am today, then yeah. just with hard work, you really can. Yeah, we all prove hard work, gratitude for what you're doing, and um, the thought of what did you say? Pressure is privilege. Pressure is privilege. Yeah, like awesome. you've worked hard to be. So when you do get in those situations, you just go out there and love it. Yeah, amen to that. Woo! All right, thanks, Alex. Alex right. Scott, MBE. Thanks for being on the show. And Ghostbusters. Go and smash the Ghostbusters <laughs> yeah. and Paso in Manchester. <laughs> Bye. Bye.